All right. Welcome back to the Beat Timmy Fantasy Football Podcast. We're here today, minus one of our regulars, but we replaced him with somebody better. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome in Travis P. Brinks. All right. And, of course, we've got the property brother, Justin. And at the end of the row, we have the birthday boy, Lil Timmy. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Timmy. So, Tim has had, like, 17 birthday parties this month. Uh, He's really celebrating really hard. Um, I, I'm, I'm kind of shocked about this because, like, Tim, you, you went did something today. You went out to eat last night. You went out a week, a week before, all in your name of your birthday. How are you able to really, you know, milk it for the whole month to celebrate your birthday when the rest of us we just get one night, maybe well, a dinner, and we're good to go? Michael, you may not realize this or you don't experience this, but I'm not milking it. People just love me. So <laughs> you might not know what that feels like, single man for that. <laughs> Indiana and stuff, but uh, people love me. They want to throw me parties. They want to take me out to eat, you know. Gotcha. Well, with the theme of birthdays, our random non-football question of the night uh, for our panel here is, uh, what is a fun birthday memory that you have? Uh, let's go with our uh, guest tonight, um, Papa Ray. What is a fun birthday memory for you? So kind of thinking about it here a little bit um probably i would say and it, and it didn't really happen on my birthday per se but it was the the gift that i got that was pretty memorable uh anybody who knew me uh growing up i was a huge chicago bulls fan um obviously michael jordan's number was 23 my birthday happened to be on the 23rd of june and i had michael jordan chicago bulls everything i had the the fancy jacket with his mural on the back of it, you know, that buttoned right. up. And I had, uh-huh. I had all the, the little nightstand in the corner. I, I was, I was a Bulls fanatic at the young age. And so never really went and saw him until my junior year in school. And my dad gave me some tickets, but now my junior year was in 2001. And well, he was no longer a Chicago Bulls as everybody can remember. <laughs> so, so we went to, uh, they were uh, Wizards Pistons tickets because I was living Ooh. in Michigan. So we went down to the Palace of Auburn Hills and, and okay. went down and saw Michael Jordan play. It was, even though it was nosebleeds, it was still an awesome time right. being able to see him do his Dude. thing. And it was, it was, it was a very cool experience. Cool. Nice. Nice. Now, what was your jersey number back in high school? You 23? I was 23 whenever I could get it. Yes. Oh, man. Hey, that one's always taken, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was a pretty popular one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Otherwise it was 15, maybe. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Seeing Jordan play. That's that's pretty cool. That's uh-huh. a fun memory. Um, Janobes, man, what's a fun birthday memory you have? Yeah. Um, so last year, not last year, this year, earlier this year, still in the same year. Um, first of all, the the present the first present I got was at the beginning of the month. Uh, my girlfriend made uh, an advent calendar, kind of, using a big wooden box, and then like wrote the the dates in little cards on top. Mm. And when you pull open the card, it was a different IPA in every single date. Oh, up to my birthday, so that was really cool. Super creative. Love beer. Um, so yeah, that was a cool start um then on the actual day 
she had like she made it like an Atlanta themed birthday. So not the city, the TV show. Because Donald Glover, Childish Gambino, love and death. Uh, great show. So first we went to so in New York in the South Bronx, they're starting to build a the hip hop museum. Um, I think it, next year it's going to open officially. But in the meantime, they have this like little tiny like makeshift hip hop museum. So we went there, um, checked that out. That was really cool. Uh, we went out to dinner at a Nigerian place because one of the episodes in Atlanta is focused around like. Oh, one wow. of the guys finding like authentic Nigerian food. So we went there and then at night we went to this like pop-up um, like music venue that was out in Brooklyn. So we did that and then she got me like season one of two and two of Atlanta on DVD. Um, got like two of the shirts that Gambino wears in two of the episodes, t-shirts. She got me those. Uh, Bro, you still get DVDs? Like I thought, you just empty yes. stream, man. Yes. Wow. Okay. Giant collection. Yeah. It keeps going. Man. Um, it's classics now, okay? Don't yeah. Hey, when the internet goes down and everybody else in the world's like, "What do I watch?" You just go to Janome's house. Yep. He's like, "I got you. I got you." Not on Blu-ray on DVD. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I got a little bit of both, but those were on DVD. Um. Yeah, so it was good, and I really needed it because I got fired the day before. So, oh dang, yeah, <laughs> that's good time. Yeah, <laughs> I really needed a little little pick me up. I yeah. see it. All right, that's really cool, man. Tim, yeah. can you top that? That was a very <laughs> themed out month. I don't know if I could I could top that. Um, uh, mine would probably be Mike knows this. Like in our family, like we you know we got birthday parties and stuff. Obviously, when we were kids. But I, when we became teenagers, it was more of like, hey, where do you want to go out to eat or something like that? Uh, so Christine actually this year, Mike kind of made fun of it earlier, asked, you know, <laughs> you know, do, do you want to just do something like go out to eat or you want me to throw a party for you? I'm like, man, I haven't had like a quote unquote birthday party. <laughs> like, Let's try that. And so she does this whole she doesn't tell me about it and stuff. And she does a whole football theme party because she knows uh you know um, this time of year especially i'm all about football and she even gets like a vikings t-shirt that says married into this and stuff because she doesn't care anything about football but she she gets this stuff and she throws uh, this big uh football theme party invite all my friends and stuff it was even though it was a couple weeks early mike i'm sorry it was a great time i appreciate it I saw those pictures. Did you do a wardrobe change? Because in one picture you were wearing like a purple t-shirt, and then another oh, picture you were wearing oh, a jersey. So, so <laughs> I, you have outfits planned for the night? I was wearing um, the jersey that her parents got me when they were in Korea because it was a lot cheaper. You know, they went right to the source, and uh, it was custom. <laughs> Since I already had like players I liked anyway, like Carter and Thielen and stuff like that, it was a custom Vikings jersey that actually. It's the number 15, which I know Dobbs has now, but on the back it actually says Shone Rock. Okay. And the reason you saw a different shirt was because I thought the party was over. So I went to the room, took off the jersey. I'm wearing this yellow NFL Jam shirt under it instead. And then she's like, oh, we got to take pictures. And, ah, well, it is what it is. And uh, <laughs> But that that was pretty fun. Um, and I don't know, enjoyed it. And she even, like, because I love burgers, she made, like, burger sliders and all this stuff. So, and we were watching college football the whole night. So, not bad. Yeah. Good night. Um, for me, 
my birthday is just at a bad time scheduling wise for people. Yeah. Uh, for listeners there, I know you celebrate a birthday like it's a national holiday, but for new people, uh, birthday is between Christmas and New Year's. It's December 27th. And so you're not you're not normally getting the school parties, you know, like it never happened. You know, remember in elementary school, like it was somebody's birthday and like their mom or somebody would come in with cupcakes or something like that. That never happened. We're on winter break. Um, and so now my dad told me I was supposed to be a Christmas baby. So I'm kind of happy I'm two days later because that, that would have been just terrible if I, you know, my mm. birthday ate Christmas at the same time. It would have been terrible. Um, so I grew up, you know, dad sometimes taking advantage of the jokes of like, hey, birthday gifts and Christmas gifts are combined. And you're like, what? Yeah. Um, yeah. But, you know, poking fun. But a lot of times there was a stretch of like, we normally got the Madden game, not when it came out in fall. We normally got it around Christmas time. So it was either a Christmas gift or it was a birthday gift. But like that whole week of like Christmas break from school, I mean, we're just playing Madden. And so like, you definitely know, like my birthday, the fun memories of just like playing Madden the whole time because it was like a new game to us with the newer features. When you're that young, you didn't know like you do now, like, oh, the game dropped in September. You just, we were just like, oh, we got the new Madden game. So that was that's like a birthday memory uh, for me for a number of years. It's just fun. Um, I now stink at playing Madden. Um, yeah, I was going to say, like, you got all that practice year after year. You know, you're still you understand? So I would have beat you if you just stopped playing as the free safety, okay? Yeah. That was like cheat code. Um, you found out I liked certain crossing patterns and the screen. Once yeah. he figured that out, I could not win anymore. Um, you know, so. And don't worry. I got the newest version. When you guys come home, we'll play it. Yeah. We'll, we'll stink at it equally and like. <laughs> Get so play on Rick and so we all feel good. Do, do they have the Eagles tush push in those in that game? <laughs> that could have helped you out. Yeah, just two yards. Oh, keep going. Um, but that's fun birthday memory here. Tim, happy birthday. Shout out to grandpa. Happy birthday. It's also your birthday today, too. Um, you were you were just at his house, right? Yeah, yeah. but did you call him? I did. Right after you left, I called the house phone. I called his cell phone twice today and was like, "Hey, Grandpa, just you know, throughout work, like, happy birthday." It went straight to it went straight to uh, voicemail. I was like, "Oh, dang!" Call, call hmm. Grandma. Don't call Grandpa. <laughs> but then I called Grandma, and then she didn't pick up. So I called like three times, leaving a message like, "Hey, um, I don't know if you guys do anything. Just want to, you know." The Grandma calls me while I'm doing something. It says, "Hey, call the house phone. Call the house phone." And, you know, Grandpa's like, "Who reminded you?" I'm like, nobody. I, check your cell phone. He's like, "The Grandma, my cell phone. Call, call the Grandma." Land. I was like. Oh, okay. What, so, what's this house phone you speak of? I'm not. I'm I know. I was like, remember, nobody has house phones anymore. Uh, I called Tim this morning to wish him a happy okay, birthday at like six thirty. Called Tim at six thirty in the morning just to I try to yeah. wake him up, but he was you were already up, so it's not cool. Yeah, was, sorry. Tim, yeah. did you did you get your birthday gift from me and Chris? No, Dad has not given it to me yet. <sighs> I was hoping you would show it off, um, but you know. All right, whatever. Yeah, me and Travis um, need to get off, and you can bring in other family members, and y'all can just talk family <laughs> yeah, stuff. Yeah, next next time you can have your grandpa come in on a show. Let's talk about our family dinner that we're going to have. <laughs> oh, Janobes. Um, hey, remember on a post, my mom claimed you as one of her sons, so That's I don't know true. if you replaced Tim um, or you're the fourth one. So yeah, Chris and I probably. say you replaced Tim because Tim was like that. apologize. And I'm too old to be one of her sons. So yeah, Grace is Grace is like an uncle. Um, 
Uncle Traff. <laughs> Uncle Traff. All right. So that's our random non-football question of the night. Birthday memories. Happy birthday to anybody else that's had a birthday today. Happy birthday to Tucker at the end of the week. That's why Chris isn't here. He's at a birthday dinner with his wife and his in-laws. So hopefully they're enjoying that dinner. So happy birthday, Tucker. Um, so, all right. Now we're going to go to our expert advice for the week. Okay. Um, Janobes, Chris ain't here. So I'm going to think you're the expert. Um, none of us are. Um, well, if we did it by ranking our season, I would be the expert because I'm the number one seed. Uh, then it would go to Travis because he's the fourth seed. Then it goes to Justin, and then it would go, well, Tim, you don't exist on the ring. Yeah, I, don't, uh, I wouldn't get any advice from him. <laughs> so this is the last bye week we're going into, week 13 bye. I really don't like this timing for fantasy football reasons. Maybe yeah. the NFL is, you know, they need it for the rest of bodies. But, like, it's the playoff push, and you got a week 13 bye. Um, not great timing. It, right. it really stinks. Um News just broke out that Jonathan Taylor may be out for a couple weeks with an injured right. thumb. Yep. Um, so I think right off the bat, you got to pick up Zach Moss if he's available. I, I mean, if you're in a league where Zach Moss is available, that's crazy. I know Tim's got him, and that's a waste on Tim's team because he's not going anywhere. Um, but who has the most fab left? I'll just drop him, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but um, – Travis, Justin, Tim, any advice for somebody that's listening right now that's in the push with the bye week? Do you think there's something on waiver, or do you tell them, um, hey, man, you just got to survive? Uh, I would say I'm in a lot of leagues where actually the trade deadline ends tomorrow. Oh. And if it is the case, try to find that guy that, that either just lost uh, Jonathan Taylor or maybe last week you know, they lost Burrow and stuff like that, and see if you can make a deal to kind of give them something to help them out, but maybe shore up a weak spot in your lineup. So, hmm. Yeah, I think that a lot of a lot of leagues are probably already past the trade deadline. If that's the case, like you, I think it depends on, on where you're, you're, you're at, right? So, Mike, in your case, you can probably be okay, like, having a down week. Um, but if you're really needing that playoff push, like, I don't know. Just like looking at, at our waivers, it's slim pickings, but maybe Jalen Guyton would be a good pickup because Quentin Johnston got hurt, but also got benched. Like we don't really know what the deal is. Um, but in that offense, maybe a different guy who can make more of an impact. Um, for me, I know I have a bunch of Ravens, so Lamar's on a buy. So I'm just like hoping any quarterback will help, but um <laughs> You know, it, it can be kind of tough this time of year with injuries already kind of mounted up. Yeah. Especially when you're talking about quarterbacks, because quarterbacks right now are so thin because there are so many backups in the plan yeah. right now. And so if you're you got a quarterback that's on by, that's that's a tough spot to be in. But I mean, there's there's some good options there. I mean, you got I mean, obviously, we got in our league, it just all depends on the league that you're in. If you're in the deeper leagues, it's going to be even more slim pickings. I know in our, our league, it's pretty slim. But even Baker, May, Bayfield, May, Baker Mayfield may be a good option or at least a decent option if you don't have anybody else uh, to be yeah. able to play out there. I mean, he'll at least get you some points and, and keep you in contention. But one of the biggest things is this, that this is the thing that you prepare for throughout your season to a certain extent, at least your buys. You know, This is the importance of when you're doing your draft, you're looking at your buys. You're not drafting people that are all have a, having the same buy uh, and the same week. 
And so, and so it's kind of something that you kind of prepare for ahead of time. Yeah. Yeah. With week 13 buys, um, they're killers. You, if you have earlier buys, you could probably survive. Uh, these waiver wires tend to be more. I know um, around week six or seven, I stashed, picked up like Stroud right before his turn. Even though at that time I had Kirk, but I knew Kirk was on a week 13 buy. So there were some guys on, on my team that I knew these guys are important, but I'm going to lose them when there's a playoff push. And then I stash. That's part of the strategy also. Mm-hmm. Um, looking at preparing when you're a couple weeks out and you've got players out um, during that time. Tim, that's interesting. I know we're I'm another league that week 13 trade deadline, moving that up. I wonder if that is something we should consider in the local league. Uh, maybe next year that could help out. You can still pull off some trades um, when it comes to this ugly bye week, but we'll table that for another discussion. Now, I, I don't, I don't recall if this has always been the case, but like uh, there was like two weeks in the middle of the season, in the middle of all the buys where there was actually no buys. Mm-hmm. Has that always been the case in the NFL? Cause I always thought it was like once buy started, there was always teams on buys until it was done. And then like last week, and there was a couple weeks before that no teams were on buys. So I know something changed up with how buys were done. I don't know exactly, but you may be right. I think there was a a different arrangement. This is Uh, the first. And unfortunately it's this, this year. I mean, and this is my rant here. It's been, it's a, as far as old man rant, as far as the NFL, you know, these primetime games that are just garbage. (laughs) I mean, for one, Monday night's game. Yes. 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 I mean, ah. it's it's ridiculous. So, but but then on top of that too, you have all these buys, and I know this is a new year for that. I mean, they they need to go back and and think about this stuff at least for next year because it it's just not working at all. One thing I would love for the NFL to get rid of is Thursday night games. I mean, yeah. they're just so with the players. Um, yeah, one all the players would rather not play on Thursday night for their health. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fantasy wise, it's ugly because like. You're looking at your roster and found your bench. You got a couple Thursday night guys, but then you got somebody that's questionable for a Sunday. Like, do I do I make yeah. the switch now? Um, like, there's a strategy that people need to look at. Like, when it comes to later Sunday games or Monday games, like you move those guys to the flex, um, yeah. so you can use your bench. You don't want to get caught up and they're stuck in a running back slot, but all you got on your bench is wide receivers. Like, making some of those changes, but Thursday night and Thursday night's so hard to guess fantasy wise. Mm-hmm. Um, even people that do sports betting, like Thursdays are just ugly because sometimes it's just a terrible game, a blowout. Um, your guys aren't even healthy. I remember a couple years ago, was it Roethlisberger? Mm. Big news when he played later in the season on a Thursday night, he's like, I don't even practice till Thursday. <laughs> he's, how old he was and like his body to recoup. He's like, my normal practice day is Thursday. They give me the extra time off. I got mental reps. So physically, my body's just got to pick back up. And then he's got a Thursday game. Um, so that was unique. Um, so that's probably something he didn't look forward to. Um, but yeah, guys, um, if you get a chance, pick up something like a Mayfield, the Moss, Guyton. Um, there's some news on Greg Dorch people are excited on. I don't know why. Um, uh, he's just kind of random. It's getting a lot um, of targets. Yeah. So it's like, okay. Now I think one of the other receivers, Wilson's down and yeah. it was last couple weeks. So. Mm-hmm. You pick those up, or you just survive. Um, but if you're in a league like Tim's, that one league that's still got – well, I'm in a league with you, Janobes. We've got trade deadline this week. If you need to make moves, 
um, do it. And here's a tip too. Why not look at uh, double up on tight ends too? Because we've got a bunch of people that do it in our leagues. (laughs) And they're not doing too bad. At least one of them I know for sure. So, I mean, that's not Um, The two-time champ in the last three years, uh, Downs. (laughs) I mean, if he could, he would roll three tight ends deep. There's Uh, nothing wrong with that, except I stole one of his. So, that's otherwise he would be running three tight ends deep. So You did. You did make a trade on that one. Yeah. I I will say, uh, especially with this being the last bye week, if you have, like, if you can afford on your bench to, like, give up a spot for – a reserve guy with the whole JT situation and Zach Moss, maybe start thinking of possible handcuffs that are actually out there on the waiver wires, Elijah Mitchell, other people like that, especially for the running backs. Like if someone gets nicked up for a couple weeks and they want to rest them before the actual playoffs, then you can like swoop in and put that guy in and say the person who had uh, CMC, you know, and loses him because of maybe like a little injury and they want to save him you can put in Elijah Mitchell and get all those carries and stuff. So, yeah. Tim, you're reading my strategy book. I picked up Elijah Mitchell two weeks ago out of the stash room. <laughs> uh, so, see, Tim, maybe if you read more of my books of how to dominate fantasy football, you'd win. Um, nah. All right. We're now going to pivot to our local league. Uh, and the cool thing about talking about our local league, you guys are used to at least me and Janobes every week talking about it, and you got Tim and Chris. We talked with – we got – Travis Brinks on old oh, man Papare Brinks. You've been, I think you've been at least since what 2010, 11, maybe, or the original 09. Yeah. With our yeah. league. Yep. Uh, so all four of us here. Another yep. of the core from the beginning. Now ESPN deleted all our info uh earlier this year. I wanted to figure out um who is all one. So let me ask you, Brinks, have you won the league? Yeah. Yeah, I actually, I actually won the league in a losing season. So once again, I will say that uh, there's yeah, a lot that being said. Just get to the playoffs. So uh, because we <laughs> used, we all right for longest time, and we might go back to this, but for longest it was time, when we, we went were, to the Vikings game, you remember that? Yes, that's the champion. That's when I won. Yes, we. Tim, you didn't come. It was snowing. It was it was cold. No, um, it was Vikings Lions. Yeah, I remember that. That was a lot of. Janos was supposed to be there too. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah. <laughs> But like, that was when it was an eight-team playoff in a fourteen-team league, so mm. you could swoop in as a losing team and catch fire. Um, so yeah, now it's a six sixteen getting in at twelve. Maybe next year when we go to fourteen, I might open it back up to four eight. We'll see. But um, Papa Ray, your draft strategy switched. I forgot how early it was. I don't know if it was in our college years or right post college, but then you were like, just not obnoxiously, but like. You, your draft strategy was so, I'd say, predictable. If the guy was a PPR darling, so point per reception darling, in our league is still a one full point per perception. Mm-hmm. Most leagues are half points. Um, your strategy, I remember times in the first or second round, like you choosing different running backs than I thought or predict you would get because you were just all about that PPR stuff. When did that change for you? Uh, I would say it's probably it was probably post uh, uh, post-college. Um, but our biggest thing was obviously I've been in a lot of PPR leagues. So that's obviously a priority of mine when I'm uh, trying to look at that. I mean, who's, who's going to get the most targets. Uh, but even if you're not in a PPR league, uh, if you're going to, if you're the guy getting the most targets on the team, you have upside, yep. especially when it comes to, you know, receiver or even a running back. I mean, there's, there's a lot more potential there and, and one thing for me too, and then and this might come from just from a lot of uh, readings that I do, and also listen to different podcasts and that kind of thing. But um, 
of being able to uh, look for upside. And, and that's one thing that I try to do a lot of is look for upside. I know I did that uh, a lot this year, uh, especially with Gibbs. Uh, I mean, he's may not have a, a good game every week, but man, he's got a, a high ceiling when he does have his good games and, and he could carry me in the league for sure. And so, but for me, it's always been, you know, the ben- there's, the benefits outweigh the negatives when it comes to uh, looking for targets, most targets. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. All right. I announced earlier, you're the fourth seed, man. You just um, secured your playoff spot. I don't know if you'll end up at four. You move up to three or two. Um, so you secured a spot. Jenobes, you've lost a couple in a row. We'll talk about that later. So you're trying to secure it. Tim, you've been eliminated seven weeks ago. Um, so he was eliminated in the beginning of the season. We talked about. <laughs> um, but Brinks, you can't pick yourself. But so seeing how the league's going and all these teams, who's your pick to win it all? You know, it's tough uh, because especially the top three, the people's commission, you obviously. Um, and uh, then there's Chris, we, the ones, and then Odell. Yeah. Um, the other Chris. That Odell. Uh, <laughs> yes. Um, so it's each one of you have little, have certain, I guess, players that can really uh, push you to uh, the championship. Uh, the one thing that concerns me, especially about your team is Mahomes and Kelsey. Now they got a good defense now, so they don't necessarily need to score uh, as many points as what they have in the past. So they they can have their ups and downs. And then and look at the rest of your team. I mean, you got Tyreek Hill, who's solid. I mean, he's going to get you the points that you need every week. But outside of that, you know, you have a lot of players that can have good games and bad games and kind of go either way, at least to my to what I'm seeing. I mean, Pittman's doing a lot better now. Uh, but I guess the one person that I think I like the most is we, the ones just Chris because Nelson. he, yes, just because he's got uh, Dak and Pollard who rest of the season, their schedule looks pretty good, at least to score points. Um, you know, Dak's going to throw the ball. Uh, then that'll also fare well for my team because I got CD Lamb. So, but you know, no bias or anything. And then he's oh. also got Eckler, and Eckler's got an amazing schedule up into the playoffs as well. So, and he's also got uh, Laporta and Hawkinson playing two tight ends, as we were talking about before. Okay. Uh, so he's in Ayuk for receivers. So I, I, I think I kind of want to go for him because he's got at least the the most potential for players that can consistently get him. Uh, regular points on a weekly basis. And Nelson, you came close uh, a couple times when it comes to the championships. So maybe this may be your year. Uh, it's one at all. I still uh, have a lot of regret trading Amon Ra and CJ Stroud uh, for, yeah, Pat <laughs> Mahomes. Um, but, you know, we'll see. I If I could still win, that'd be great. Um, but, so, all right, that's your team. We've made our picks. We're not going to rehash those, but we'll go into uh, the week that was, week 12, all right? And, um, <clears throat> Jones, how about you kick it off? Tell us about your matchup this past week. Yeah, I was playing you. Um, 
<laughs> and well, all right. What's the next one after that? Just yeah, next we yeah, have, yeah. Uh... <laughs> with the with the side, we know how it ends, really, right? So. <laughs> uh, yeah. So you end up winning, but it was close, and yeah. you know, unfortunately, you know, we talk about the Thursday games. Thanksgiving, I had three, four, no, three players play on Thanksgiving, one on Friday. So you know that. I hate having so many players play early because uh, I'd rather play catch-up. But then I had one playing on Sunday, and then the rest were on Sunday night or Monday. So ended up playing catch-up a little bit. And so going into Sunday night, I was down, what, 60, right? 61? Yeah. 61 uh, points, yep. Right. So then Lamar, it seemed promising at the beginning. Um yeah. And then the offense kind of struggled, but Lamar got me 15. Uh, who else likely started out strong again? And then just like they stopped throwing to him. Zay Flowers luckily had that one long uh, touchdown run to kind of put me in the mix. So I was down by 15 heading into Monday night with Madison and that god awful Vikings offense. Go <laughs> back. So bad. Even though Madison, like when he would get carries, actually was getting some yardage, but they just yeah. wanted to roll with Josh Dobbs throwing it all over the place. So, so I ended up losing by seven. Uh, Mike had a you know his typical high scoring outing, 141 points. Um, you know, Joe Mixon came back down to reality, just like I said he would. Puka's hasn't been having the big games that. He was earlier in the season, so hopefully that continues. And uh, yeah, you know, 141 to 134. Good job, man. You know, I'm a Vikings fan, and I needed, I want to see the Vikings win. But every time Madison touched the ball, there's a part of me like, not too much, man. Not too much. Don't score. Right. Just get them close by. Let Chandler score. Throw it to Hawkinson. We lost. yeah, maybe, maybe that's the hard part with fantasy. You, you sometimes end up rooting against your own team. Right. Um, but yeah, and talking about earlier, the, the man that makes it popular for starting two tight ends, playing against the other man with two tight ends, um, Downs versus Nelson. Justin, what happened in that matchup? Well, only uh, one tight end was played by Downs, which was Kittle. Oh. And Kittle what? put up four points. So... Oh. Not a good, uh, not that's, a good. That's thing why Downs there. lost. Right. Yeah. Um, give him a call on that one. <laughs> Chris <laughs> Nelson played two and one, so I guess that's that's and, all it takes. Um, he played Laporta, who put up seventeen, and Hawkinson, who put up sixteen. Good numbers there. Um, so it ended up being one fifty-seven to one twenty-eight. Um, Downs had a good showing from a lot of its guys, except for Kittle and Thielen. Um, Thielen. One catch for two yards. Ugh. Brutal. Yeah. Um, but, you know, so is that whole team. So, um, Chris Nelson, obviously, with 157 points. I think that was a high score this week. Um, you know, the only person below 10 points was Eckler with 9.4. So you're getting 32, 22, 22, 12, 13. Like, it's pretty solid in. I kind of agree with Travis. Like, I don't know what the deal is with T. Higgins if he's going to come back. Um, if he does, you can get rid of Gabe Davis. Like, just drop him. Mm-hmm. 
completely stop them. Mike, use your commissioner powers to like make sure no one can ever pick them up. Um, Knock them down. <laughs> but if that can happen, that, that shores up his lineup pretty good. I remember some other leagues. I got trade offers that included Gabe Davis, and I was like, "No, no, I can't." Not a chance. He had a good uh, week this week, but he yeah. had three terrible ones before that. So, man, Chris little, Nelson. Little um, man, I lost to him in in the baseball fantasy baseball championship this year too. So okay. I. He's he's creeping up, and I'm like, he's gonna beat me in football. Oh, no, that's not cool. Uh, that'd be a terrible year if I lose him in like that's two championships, cool. which I hope does not happen. Um, but I hope, yeah, <laughs> you, you hope, Tim. Right. Yeah, it's how we can get him, um, like a championship belt that says Mike's daddy or something like that. <laughs> good, Brinks. We are getting a trophy this year or a belt oh. or something like that. Yeah, we're gonna really? start doing trophies. But the guys okay. told me last week that if we start doing trophies, then I'll start taking fees so we can pay for other stuff too. So but I think we'll do a trophy in and last like place, that. which will probably be Tim. Um ladies and gentlemen look for a social media post, but it's gonna be a t shirt that says, you know, like I'm terrible at fantasy football. And he has to be like somewhere public like eating with his wife and take a picture. Um mm-hmm. so that it knows that he went out that evening letting America know he finished in last place. So oh, you know, I'm not last, right, Mike? You know, I'm not. <laughs> As you know, said, I have commissioner powers. Um, right. So I'll just change some stuff. Um, you're last um, in our hearts, Tim. Yeah. Last in our- <laughs> the I'll be last. And last Tim, I'll you're be- America's loser. Um, so <laughs> first let's, jump over to, let's jump over to Brinks. Brinks, you had a close matchup this week. Oh, man. man. So all I can remember, and I kind of chuckled when I saw how this was playing out, but I, I chuckled because I remember last in the last podcast, you guys were uh, going off about people not uh, uh, keeping track of their lineup and pulling people out that are going to be out. Well, I'm actually thankful that that was the case because otherwise I probably would have lost this week. So uh, 100 to 98.82. Uh, it was It was a tight one. Um, obviously it said the, the Fuminator had, had, uh, Aaron Jones in who had a big, obviously goose egg because he was not playing called out last, uh, minute to, actually it wasn't last minute. It was actually way ahead of time. So he had plenty of time to swip him out, but he did not do that. So, but. Oh, Dan, come on, Dan. Uh, had the w. Yeah, he could, he could have, he could have, it could have been his you're, start. You're in my dad's spot or your spot, Janobes. Uh, that freebie W for for Travis does not help you. Can't be a fan of that one. No, <laughs> no, no. I mean, yeah, it's it it was a it was a tough one. Um, I had a good showing from Mostert, and obviously with a chain being out, and then also um, I mean, CD Lamb got me some good points, seventeen points. But that's you know I would like to prefer to to be more than that, uh, which probably will be the case moving forward. And then Gibbs had a kind of a down game too. Uh, we won't really talk about that game too much. So, um, but <laughs> well, seven straight years, man, it's your game, but y'all decide to let others win on your day. Turnovers, man, turnovers and bad calls. We'll say that turnovers and bad calls. So we'll uh, say that at least he owned up to it. Um, so yeah, so it was a, uh, but I mean, he had uh, Derek Henry who kept him in the game and then also Keenan Allen. Who obviously had a really good game too. Always, because uh, he got all the points and uh, Eckler got hardly anything. So I think six. So, but it was a close one. But you know, it doesn't matter how you win if it's dirty, as long as you come out with the W in the end. That's yep. what I got. So it's true. Um, this next matchup, bracing a breakdown uh, versus your 
your old roommate Kevin. Was Joe ever a roommate? Uh, no, no, okay. he was in my suite though. So, I mean, basically, okay. Um, yeah. Joe and Kevin, uh, two teams that really don't matter uh, for the playoff race. Nope. Uh, but nope. <laughs> nope. anytime I can make fun of Joe, um, I will do that. Um, how'd that matchup go down? Well, this was another. Well, actually, no, it wasn't as close because uh, uh, Big Shark, Kevin, just really, I don't think he really cares anymore. Um, so, I mean, at least he at least he did better than the, my matchup that uh, he had everybody that was supposed to be playing in. But he yeah. had, obviously, the um, bad QB that we were just talking about a minute ago, Dobbs, from the Vikings game. Yeah. So he had yeah. four turnovers in that game. I think it was four, right? Yep. So he got four points. And when you have a quarterback that only gets you four points, that's never going to end well usually. Um, but then on the other side, uh, um, Joe, Joe had Allen, who just went out of his mind, obviously with the overtime game uh, in the rain. In a loss. Uh, so, <laughs> yes, in a loss. Yeah, even worse. So, yeah. uh, so he almost got 40 points. And in our league, that's really good. Uh, really good. And then on top of that, he had Evans as well, so who we got him 25 points. And that was really it. I mean, it, everybody else everybody else was uh, um, barely either less than 10 or barely over 10 by 12 points. So it was, it was a rough one that way. But once again, uh, it doesn't matter how you win as long as you come out with the W in the end. So Joe got the W. But it might be a little too late for you, Joe. Yep. Um, Can we just Kevin, acknowledge real quick how Kevin's like his receivers: Devontae Adams, Chris Godwin, DK, Drake London, Marquise Brown. But he has no one else. No other position yeah. <laughs> has anything. Kev had some injuries uh, earlier year that wrecked, and I think there was a there was a short time where where I think Kev really gave up. Uh, but um come on kevin i think kev may have won like our league before yeah so well unfortunately kevin's got a, a a team of unfortunate underperformers that yeah. were not expected i mean metcalf and and uh um, adams i mean we would have all expected right. them to have good yep. seasons and that was far from the truth so yeah should have been his strong suit that he had to dominate and it backfired um where yeah. I was kind of the opposite tail. Mm-hmm. I had strong receivers, and it's pretty much carried my team. Right. Um, it may catch up to me at the end, but it carried me for a while. Um, so, so the other matchups we got. Um, let's see, Timmy. Timmy, you played a, against uh, the Alabama JV team, John David Aldridge's team. Yeah, and uh, congratulations, you were the high scorer of the week. Tim. Congratulations. Oh, Tim's the high scorer. Let's go. Um, wow. Call that a Disney underdog story. Um, Tim scored 159 points. Um, of course, Tim went off, had a great performance. Everybody was really good. Stroud uh, rebounded and, and had a great game. Um, could have won that game. You know, uh, that was a good game if you watched that one with the Jags. Uh, Debo Samuel coming back with 22. Waddle had a great performance. Come back with 19. Um, and all he was missing was a touchdown, eight to eight on targets and receptions. He was coming back. Um, but JD, you know, he has some strong performers. Um, also, he didn't have a bad week. I mean, he scored 113. 
Um, but Geno Smith only getting you seven. Yeah. That hurt. Uh, because the rest of your lineup was doing pretty good. You know, yes, Swift only get nine. Hard part with like Philly's backfield is at times you never know. And sometimes touchdowns are taken away from you because it's going to be in the tush push, right? Which that had to be very frustrating. Um, just you know, seeing that and then knowing also when you're in a low red that Hertz is probably going to you know read option and keep it because I mean, 14 carries, 80 yards, but you need that touchdown. Um, but not enough to probably catch Tim. Uh, sucks to have Amari Cooper right now. You got a rookie quarterback, plus he got out, injured. He's out. Um, good showing by JD. He's still technically he's got a chance, uh, but unfortunately got the dub or the L uh, this week. Just and trying to imagine Tim if how the mood would be if you ended up playing against. <laughs> oh, that'd be so. Uh, but well. I did get like almost 50 points or whatever from the two players he traded me. So oh, thank man. you, Mike. <laughs> Obviously not happy about that. <laughs> I'm just, I'm really hope I'm really hoping the chiefs figure it out right toward the end. And then I look like a genius, but if they yeah. don't, did, did you even play? What'd you say, Tim? Did, did you even play Christian Watson? Um, I traded Watson, I think. I oh, played him. Well, that kind of because because someone dropped him. him. Yeah. Oh, I dropped Watson and picked up Jaden Reed. Yes, because you were Jaden Reed's gone off for two or three weeks. I got tired of holding on to Watson, and of course he goes off. And Genovese is playing yep. him against me. I got lucky. You were going to um, trade him to me, but you backed out on that deal. So. Yeah, did. Um, <laughs> you wanted Watson, yeah. So, see, I knew Tim wasn't a threat. If I sent him good players, I didn't want to send anybody good on trade to you. So. The problem, um, though, is with, when you do that and then he ends up beating you in the, the coming weeks or something like that, yeah. you know, knocks you into third place and you don't oh, get the buy. Come on, Tim. That's what happens. I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> but don't play the other matchup was Chris versus Dad. And um, Chris is the second highest score with 157.38. Nelson at 157.14. So Chris actually second highest score. Played against Dad, and Dad's team scored 135 points. and got the L. Oh, my goodness. That had to stink uh, for Dad fighting for the – trying to get into the playoff push there. Uh, might be a reason why next year we're changing to the median win, so you get a chance to get awarded for a high week instead of only taking a loss. Um, but, man, a good matchup here, of course. McCaffrey, and the comeback of Kyron Williams helped Chris. My goodness. Yeah, uh, Williams could not be stopped. Um, catching, running. I mean, the man was doing it all. And so that was a huge week. Uh, Chris got from him. Um, yeah, I mean, dad got a big performance from Jalen Hurts. Um, Bijan, you regretting that trade, Janobes? Yeah, um, uh, you know, scoring 27. Um, and so dad, he had a good week. <laughs> Just Chris had a better week. Um, with Kyron Williams going off. I mean, if Kyron Williams did his normal, I think Dad would have got the dub. Um, well, maybe even closer. Um, but that's crazy. Um, so right now, when we look into the standings going into um, this week, let's see. Um, at number one, yours truly, uh, the People's Commission, at 11-1. and one. And coming in second, Nelson, who's been on a heater. Uh, he is nine and three. 
And then the man that stole Genoves' team name, Odell, yeah, but now Chris, not Genoves, um, is sitting at third. He's also tied with Brinks, so it's just the um, points that's a tiebreaker there. So Brinks at four. Uh, so those spots are all locked in. Coming at five, we've got last year's champ Downs um, sitting at seven at five. And so, and at six, holding on is Genoves with a seven and five record still in contention or it's possible uh, is uh, dad at seven and JD at eight with five and seven records. And um, <clears throat> then we fill out with Joe, Tim, Dan, and Kev in last place. So we've got two weeks left, two games going the playoff push. Hey guys, four playoff seats are secured. Two are left up really four teams fighting for the two. Um, I think you know, really, Genoves, you got to win. You you know, got to get a win. Great just analysis. Don't lose out, you know. Just get one win. <laughs> uh, Expert so, right there, man. Expert <laughs> class. You, you know, <laughs> Genoves, you play Tim or Kev? I play or no? Kev, and then I play Joe. So, so you eat, gotta, I may eat these words, but I think I'll be okay. <laughs> okay plus yes, have, yeah. Plus, I have a two-game lead. I think I'm going to make it. Like playing the Lions on Thanksgiving. Come on. Exactly. <laughs> and I think That's it. I'm never we're the Vikings in any primetime game. Oh. Mm, yes. Ouch. It's obviously not Kirk's fault. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's obviously not a Kirk curse. It's uh, the Vikings. And then yeah. Dad's playing uh, Dan Furman. Um, so he may get a chance, uh, you know, get that win. Uh, just really stinks. He had a high-performing week and got the L. Uh, I'm he playing Downs this week. Me. I scored one less point than him. I know he's your dad, but still. <laughs> <laughs> if if he would have won, he would have had to call Arthur Smith to thank him for letting <laughs> actually playing. Right. Right. So. Good Christmas gift right now. All right. Yeah. So. Yep. <laughs> I know. Uh, and then I'm playing Downs, uh, which I got on the buy. Downs is stack team, so he may he may get the dub this week and help him secure a spot. So we might come next week. And already secure the six spots and just, you know, jockeying for a position. Um, we'll see. Downs, Genobes, you just got to do your jobs and it's all over. If not, um, you open the door for uh, the Padre and for JD down there in Georgia. Uh, sneak in. So let's see if it gets exciting or if it gets boring after this week of games. Um, guys, closing it out. Any final thoughts going into this matchup for America? Um, any parting words? Nope, nope. I and will say I the Lions will be better next week. I will go up. Yeah, I'll go up. And so, and the Vikings, they're on a bye. So that's a, that's a positive for all Vikings fans um, this coming week. Yeah. They're on a bye. <laughs> so, yeah. but all, all right, from us guys here at the Beat Timmy Fantasy Podcast, you can listen on Apple and Spotify if you really enjoy hearing hooligans talk about fantasy football. All right. Thank you, Tapwater, for being our sponsor. But we're out. Peace. Peace. Bye.